Hey guys, welcome back to Articulate with your bro, Steve McJones. Today, I have a very, very special guest for you guys. Uh, talk about getting people from diverse backgrounds. This one's got such an in-depth and, and heart-touching journey behind them. Uh, I want to jump right into it, uh, but uh, real quick, I should let you know uh, their ailment impairs them from speaking any identifiable language. Um, I've been studying their responses for a while now, so I'll be very roughly translating throughout the episode, uh, and also, he's, he's a very busy man, so it, it went a little shorter than, than typical episodes, but uh, we have to work around our guests. It gets a little controversial at times, and kind of political, but uh, I think it's fun, so enjoy. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I am ecstatic to introduce to you Dr. W.H. Issel. Uh, now, Doctor, you're probably the one used to asking this, but how you feeling today? <whistles> well, that's great. Uh, feeling a little wetter than usual, but still excited to be here nonetheless. Um, you know, not to be too upfront, but I, I just got to say I really admire the positivity that, that you just exude. Even even with a person with a, a condition as serious as yours, you know, I, I just, you really inspire me. You're right. At least it's not anxiety or depression or one of those dumb, quote-unquote, real diseases affecting neurotic kids these days. And, and he says not to even get them started on alcoholism. Oh, what's that? Uh, you, think, you think I'm translating really well? I mean, yeah, I appreciate it. I, I've, been, I've been working really hard on, on worldwide translation because... I mean, I know that language barriers are the number one main cause of division in the world today. And uh, I, I mean, I don't study any languages or translation technology or anything like that. But I'm, I'm using cutting edge techniques in, in the science world on examining dope vibes and, and chill energy levels. No, 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 no. I, I totally agree. Without, without people like us working on these important, no, no necessary skills to save the world, we, we'd be getting nowhere. For, forget studying cancer or global warming. Climate crisis. Right, more like I love ISIS. <laughs> Kids these days just don't understand how much trouble radicalism and political unrest can lead to. Well, I, I don't know if I can fully support the metaphor, but I, I can see where you're coming from. <laughs> Oh, oh, you need some water? Hold on. Here you go. I had some ready. You're welcome. Now, uh, getting back to it, I, I feel like I have to defend my, my generation here. Uh, do you not believe in the, in the climate crisis? So you're saying that it's it's not even a big problem just because most of the pollution is is from the Chinese? Uh, if we learn to break down language barriers, we'd be able to understand them more, and and force them to stop pollution. Okay. Um, so, uh, and make it their industry to reverse emissions. 
Uh, I think I see what you're getting at. Um, you want to blame China for everything and then make them fix it themselves. Uh, well, I, I have to say, obviously, you don't know as much on politics as you do, but you seem pretty confident in, in what you're communicating, so there's there's got to be some truth to it. So so does this does this mean it's a race thing? Uh, just the Chinese? It, it doesn't quite sound like it. Maybe I'm not translating correctly, but uh, I do not tolerate racism on the show. Uh, I, oh, okay, I, I get that you're disabled and, and part of the minority too. Um, so, so you're saying it's it's the straight white males that are actually the problem? I mean, I, I'm a straight white male. Tell me, tell me what I'm doing wrong. Wow. Uh, well, that's interesting. Um, so because of the fact that they're not expressing themselves through art, music, and getting celebrities in trouble, they're, they're really just a part of the problem. Um, you have a really, an extremely interesting viewpoint on these, on these topics. I've never heard opinions like this, to be honest. Uh, would you perhaps give a little background on, on why you believe in, in such unique things? Really? Well, that, that's just awful. I, I'm sorry to hear that. So, um, so Dr. Issel here was diagnosed with dismissal whistle syndrome uh, when he was 10 years old. And kids have been making fun of him ever since, uh, calling it a fake disease and, and saying that he's not even good at whistling. Wow, that is just awful. Um, quick caution to the listeners, these bullies use some, some pretty harsh language. Uh, they used to call him whistleblower and, and force him to give whistleblower jobs. He, he'd get anything from whistle bitch to, to flow rider or, or even retard. That, that's just awful. Oh, he says that last one wasn't so bad because it was before 2015. Um, so not really a big deal. Makes sense. Uh, so, but that, that sounds really traumatic. I, I mean, are you okay with like talking about this on here? I, I appreciate you being so open uh, this far. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what, that's what this podcast is all about. Um, so how much do you think these, um, these traumatic events affected your perception of the world? Obviously... Like I said, it's very unique. Uh, how much did it shape your, your identity? you didn't realize it at the time, but, but it changed you a lot. Being a teenager and, and getting bullied and discriminated against all the time, it, it's just a bad combination. Uh, at a time with a lot of hormones and, and confusion, you start wondering, am, am I just a, a whistle bitch? 
do do I enjoy giving these whistleblower jobs? You, you start to form walls and, and judgments naturally. Innocent looks from people start to seem less innocent. The, the only world you've experienced is the small one you grew up in, and, and those people labeled you an outsider. And you only ever got like five likes on anything that you posted on Instagram. I am... I'm terribly sorry. That I'm I really don't be. Because one special day, when when you almost gave up trying for good, something happened. And an opportunity arose. No way. So that's how it happened. You, you unexpectedly caught Barack Obama throwing a candy bar wrapper on the ground. And, I mean, I still cannot believe he did such a thing. Your, your time had finally come. You never even realized that you'd been practicing, but at that moment, you blew your whistle louder and clearer than ever. That's, that's really inspiring stuff, Doctor. So, so basically, if you can keep pushing and, and stay positive, the universe won't let that go unnoticed. And now Barack Obama has been uh, canceled and, and will never get a chance to be in the face of public again. Uh, and I think that's a story we can all relate to. That's, that's why I've always looked up to you, sir. Right, right, exactly. So, so now that you've taken the opportunity and made a name for yourself out of it, you, you can start, you know, influencing the world and, and you can implement your plans to bring down, bring down the Chinese government. That's, that's, I mean, hey, you're doing something, right? Already? Really? Uh, okay. I mean, usually these run a little bit longer, but... I get it. You're you're a busy guy, and I mean, I really appreciate you taking the time to come talk to me. Uh, maybe maybe you'll come back sometime if if you have if you make room in your schedule for me, and I I think the listeners would appreciate your perspective as well. Um, yeah, thanks for coming out. I... Thanks again for listening, guys. Uh, if you have any comments, critiques, criticisms, whatever, I love to hear it. I don't just love the compliments, but they're nice. But yeah, if you have any suggestions or anything, let me know. See you next week.